right after we, we did the segment, I, I was still shaking. I remember turning on my phone and I had a lot of notifications and I had like, like 3000 more followers. And I have like so many texts from people saying, Luis, we're so proud of you. We love you. And I was like, oh my God, I, I just, you know, I, I just couldn't believe it because it had, it had never been done in that way in Spanish language media. Welcome to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores exceptional career success stories, inspiring and insightful personal brand journeys that answer the question, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? Fascinating conversations with leaders about their career breakthroughs from entertainment, tech, media, and more. You'll learn how they've turned up the volume on their brand to unlock success. Firsthand, uncensored, and real, as told by people who've been there and plenty of inspiration and practical tools to help you lead with your brand every day as you drive towards your next career breakthrough. And now, here's your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Hey everybody, Jason Patria here, and you are listening to the Lead With Your Brand podcast, which is the podcast for folks just like you who are looking to turn up the volume, show your value, and lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough. Well, we are coming to the end of Hispanic Heritage Month, and I am celebrating on the Lead With Your Brand podcast by amplifying the voices of leaders and influencers who identify as Latinx. Join us at Lead With yourbrand.com slash Latinx for our full collection of Latinx voices, including Luis Vega, the president of Dow North America, Jackie Hernandez, the CEO of New Majority Ready, and Wilson Cruz, the star of Paramount Plus's Star Trek Discovery. And since today is also National Coming Out Day, I'm excited for our guest who is at the intersection of the LGBTQ plus community as well as the Latinx community. It is TV and radio host Luis Sandoval. But before we get to Luis, let's talk a little bit about your brand and social media. Now, I have been speaking at so many events over the past month, and one of the top questions that people have asked me after I've spoken is really all about social media and saying, hey, Jason, I know that social media is out there, but do I really need to be on it? Well, here's the deal. Being on social media is really a personal preference. Now, you know I love to be on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, but let's talk about your professional brand here. If you want to manage your professional brand, you must be on platforms like LinkedIn. You know, the others are all about connecting with friends and family and the public, but LinkedIn is all about making sure that people in your professional network know who you are and more importantly, what value you are adding. So I know some of you are sitting out there and you're saying, well, Jason, well, I'm on LinkedIn. You know, I look around, I see things and I know that because there's people who come up to me all the time and they're like, oh, Jason, I saw you doing this and I saw you doing that. And I think to myself, are you even on LinkedIn? Are we even connected? Because you know what? These folks don't post anything. They don't comment on anything. They don't like anything. So guess what? If you are on LinkedIn and you are just standing on the sideline watching, you might as well be invisible. 
Now, it's great that you're getting updates and it's great that you're reading news posts and and business articles that help you make great informed decisions. But LinkedIn is also about leading with your brand online. So let's break it down and make it really easy. There are three things that you can do to be active on professional social media like LinkedIn. One is you've got to like and comment. Two is you've got to syndicate content. And three, at the end of the day, you have got to do your own advertising, which means creating your own content. But let's break this down and make it really easy. The first one is about liking and commenting. If you are already reading posts, if you are already reading articles that people share, go ahead and like them. That is the easy thing. That helps drive the LinkedIn algorithm so that you show up and it lets people know that you're listening. But go a step further and make sure that you comment. If you see someone celebrating a work anniversary or getting a new job, put a note of congratulations and do more than just put an emoji or write congratulations. Make something personal that's really going to stand out from the crowd so that people see that. Now, the second thing you can do is syndicating comment. That's right. I'm not even telling you that you need to spend a lot of time creating stuff, but you do have to syndicate. What does that mean? If you read a great article, go ahead and share it and share one line at the top as to why you think this article is important and make sure that it goes back and relates to your brand or a key area of your expertise. In the same vein, make sure that you are syndicating information from your company. Follow your company and make sure that when there are great announcements and even things that you've worked on, that you share that with your connections and talk a little bit about what you've done or the pride in your company. You can syndicate things from your company, from articles that you've read, or even from some of your professional connections. And finally, yes, at the end of the day, if you want to influence, you've got to create your own content. Now, that doesn't mean you need to spend hours and hours writing articles and blog posts. Now, you certainly can, especially if it's in the wheelhouse of your subject matter expertise or something that's going to reinforce force your brand. But let's talk about something you can easily do every single week. You can do one post about something that you are proud of working on in your role. The easiest thing to do is snap a picture. If you share a picture of a key accomplishment, whether that's a meeting, launching a product, being at a session, working on a team, that picture plus a line about what you're doing says it all and gets you noticed. So you'll know Notice if you go to my LinkedIn, every time I speak with a group of folks, every time I facilitate training, every time I go to a key meeting, I go ahead and take a photo and I share about that. Now, am I bragging about what I do? No. In fact, you'll notice I'm all about giving kudos to the people that I work with and the organizations that I am supporting. So there you go. Make sure you're liking and commenting. Make sure you're syndicating great content, whether it's articles or posts from your company or your connections. And at the end of the day, try and do one original post per week.
Well, I am super excited about today's guest. It is Luis Sandoval, a -a one-of-a-kind TV and radio host, a two-time Daytime Emmy Award winner and three-time GLAAD Media Award recipient. Luis currently serves as senior correspondent for Univision's TV morning show Despierta America and hosts K Love 107.5 FM's Buena Vibra radio show in Los Angeles. He has been a member of the Univision family since 2004 and has hosted many specials, including El Grito, celebrating Mexico's Independence Day, Teleton, and my favorite New Year's Day celebration, the Rose Parade. Four years ago today, on National Coming Out Day, Luis came out and publicly identified as gay during a live broadcast of Despierta America. He became the first and only out Latino TV personality in Spanish-language media in the United States. We'll be back in just a few moments with Luis Sandoval. For over 25 years, Jason has coached, trained, and developed thousands of leaders and executives, helping them achieve their next career breakthrough. He's a featured speaker at global conferences and companies to help everyone bring their best authentic self to work, show their value, and lead with their brand every day. Get more tips and tools at leadwithyourbrand.com. And we are back. I have an amazing guest today. It is Luis Sandoval, TV and radio host. Luis, what is going on? Hello, Jason. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. I'm thrilled to have you. I've been dying to have you on the show. So, Luis, let's jump right in. Talk to me. When you first meet people, how do you explain to them who you are and what it is that you do? Uh, it's really easy. I mean, people are familiar with TV and radio. So, it's, you know, I just, you know, boom. Uh, I, I work for Televisa Univision, which is the number one company producing, broadcasting Spanish uh, language content in the U.S., so most of the people, people are familiar with it. And when I say, oh, I'm part of Univision, the Libisa Univision now, oh, they're, they're already familiar with it. Uh, I'm, I'm the producer for West Coast and also the face, I will say the, cor- yeah, the face correspondent in West Coast for Despierta America, which is basically like Good Morning America, but in Spanish. So I'm in charge of the content produced in the West Coast. The show is broadcasted out of Miami. So I do a lot of interviews. I get to talk to a lot of celebrities and I, I send the content over to Miami and from Miami, it gets broadcasted to all over the U.S. And I also happen to have another job. You know, I'm Mexican. Latinos, you know, we hustle. <laughs> so I guess, I guess it's in my blood, you know, to be always working. So I have another job with the same company. And I'm also the host of a radio show on Caleb 107.5 here in Los Angeles. And our show is called Buena Vibra. It's translated as Good Vibes. And it's live Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 p.m. It's a show that we created to just to make people happy, to make them forget the problem, problems. Uh, we've been struggling with a lot, of, a lot of problems lately as a society. So our goal is to make people feel good. So... Thank God we, uh, we're doing really good in ratings because people are 
starving, you know, like good news, you, you know, like products that make them feel good. So I'm, I'm very happy and honored and, and humble to, you know, to be uh, in charge of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you are one busy man, right? We can see you uh, almost every single morning on TV on Univision. Then we can tune in on on K Love. That is a lot of time being on. But tell me, Luis, you told me uh, you're from Mexico. So how is it that you you came to the U.S. and and became right a, a TV and radio personality? How how did that happen? Yes, I was born and raised in Mexico, of course. My first language is Spanish. Uh, my, luckily, my grandfather was a bracero. He was a migrant working migrant worker back in the 1940s. So do, during uh, World War II, my grandfather was one of the people that came to this country and he worked in the fields, in factories. You know, he was one of those like those migrants that kept the country standing while our uh, our armed forces were in, in war. So we, we had the, bless, the blessing to have, you know, papers, right? We, we, my dad, my mom, my sisters, we all had documents to live here in the country. None of my sisters wanted to live here. They all stayed in Mexico. So I was the only one who always wanted to, to come to the U.S., you know, and make it here. I was, I, when I was a little kid, when, I don't know, I was like 10 years old. And I remember asking my mom, hey, mom, I want, I want to take English classes. And she was like, Why? <laughs> because I want to move to the U.S. when I grow up. Because I always had this dream of making it here in the country, in the U.S. And I also wanted to work in TV. So ever, ever since I was, I think I was 11 when I took the decision. And I said, I'm going to move to the U.S. I'm going to learn English. And I'm going to work in Hispanic media in the U.S. Because I want our people, our migrants, our, our, you know, our Latino community to, to feel good. I want to work for them. I want to inspire, to motivate, motivate them, you know, to make them laugh. That, that was always my goal. And it's so crazy because I was 11 years old, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so when I was, when it was time, when I was 18, I moved to the border. I went to Tijuana for college. I know not a, not a lot of people do <laughs> go to Tijuana <laughs> for, yeah, for school. <laughs> So uh, I went uh, to University of Baja California. I graduated in communications. And at the same time, I was, I was working in San Diego at El Pollo Loco in, in Chula Vista. So I commuted every day for five years. Wow. And, uh, and then um, eventually moved to, the, to, Los to San Diego and then Los Angeles. And now I'm here. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's one thing to have a dream, right? Everyone has a dream that they want to work in, in, in Hollywood and in TV and all of that great stuff. So how did you break into the business? I started working in radio. Literally, I was cleaning tables, handing out flyers. I, I just needed to, you know, my, to put my, my foot on the door. And that, that, that's how I did it. I started working in promotions. And then eventually I started working my way up. Then I got a chance to, to be a, a promotions coordinator. I also came to Los Angeles to work as assistant. It was a big morning show back then. He, his name is Piolin. I worked for Piolin por la mañana, which was huge. It was like kind of like the Mexican Ryan Secrets, but <laughs> uglier, but not, not so handsome. <laughs> 
so I worked with Piolin for about three years, but I always dreamed of working on TV. I got fired from, from radio when I was with Piolin. And I didn't know that by being fired, as well, I was kind of like getting transferred to TV. Like, I didn't know that, you know, like by being fired, I was, giving an, I was given an opportunity to jump to TV, which was my dream. And, and what happened? How, what, tell me about getting fired. How, what happened? Well, I was actually laid off because they eliminated my position. And they, my boss at that time said, oh, we, we want to keep you in the company. So there's these opportunities in other departments. The, the department's heads head, uh, are happy with your job. So you can you know, like just easily get transferred. And I was like, what if I don't want to go to that department? Then we don't have anything else for you here in <sighs> production. We will have to let you go. And I was like, okay, let me go. Are you sure? I mean, it's a layoff, Luis. Uh, you're not going to have a job. And I was like, well, yeah, but it's not what I want. So I, I you know, decided to take the, the, the layoff. And of course, I lived out of unemployment, thank God. <laughs> I got my severance package. But I knew deep down that I didn't want to go to these other departments. I wanted to follow my dreams. I mean, I came to this country to, you know, make my dreams come true. And I was deviating from my, my way there. So I was scared. I didn't know if it was, if it was going to happen or no. But uh, also, I didn't have a plan B. Because when you have a plan B, you're setting up yourself for failure. So I was like, okay, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to create a plan B later on. Not at this moment. So uh, it was interesting. I don't know. I was... I'm so proud of myself. Oh my God. I got to top myself. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was young. So when, when I left the, uh, the radio show, Violin's Morning Show, out of nowhere, I just recorded a demo because when you work in TV or you're an actor, you need to have a demo, right? To show yeah. what you can do on screen. So I had this friend, she said, hey, Luis, you should, you should do a demo and send it to Despierta America, which is Good Morning America. I mean, it's a network. It's like the show. It's huge, right? It's yes. like the thing. Exactly. It's not like a little TV show in Wichita, Kansas. No, it's the, like the morning show. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. No experience on TV ever. Did my demo, send it to the right person. And this producer got it and she said, Oh yeah, I like your demo. Let's do a, a like a test. You're gonna do a story. If we what? like it, yeah. She was like, if "We like it. Uh, you can work with us as a freelancer." And I was like, "Oh yes." I mean, I didn't even <laughs> ask how much they were paying. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, I'll do it." And I remember doing that first story, and uh, it took me like nine hours to write a two-minute script because I had no idea <laughs> how to do it. <laughs> But the story came out great. They loved it. And wow, it's been almost 12 years since that first story. And I've been in Despierta America ever since. Yeah. That wow, that is amazing. So talk to me. What was the biggest challenge for you kind of moving from radio behind the scenes to jumping straight to being on air on one of the top morning shows in the country? I think the biggest challenge was to believe I could do it, to believe in myself. 
I'm gonna be brutally honest. Fixing my teeth really gave me like uh, confidence because when I was like 12 years old, I I chipped my my front teeth, and I think I felt so insecure all my life. So when I was in radio, I had money. I fixed my teeth. And then I looked at me in the mirror and I was like, oh, I like my smile. So that gave me a lot of confidence. I was also uh, taking theater classes. I was part of this um, theater group here in Los Angeles. And uh, that confidence to look at myself in the mirror and say, I like my smile changed my life. And um, and I think think that was it because um, I knew how to do the things. I've always been... Fun. I very. I say very humbly. So I, I've, I, I've always considered myself someone fun, someone who likes people. Once I I believed I could do it, I think that was the thing that changed my life. So the challenge, the cha- the challenge was to believe in myself. And once I did it, boom, everything changed. Yeah, yeah. And what were some of the things that you needed to do to believe in yourself and have that confidence? Well, besides Botox, plastic surgery, <laughs> and of course veneers, I think that it's it's a process. It's, yeah, it's it's not easy because it, it took me a while. I had to to forgive myself for not doing the things that I thought I had to do. I had to forgive myself and. Um, Acknowledge that I, I left my family because, like, deep inside, I felt that I was abandoning my family because everybody's in Mexico. Everybody was in Mexico back then, and somehow I felt guilty because I was following my dreams. So I did a lot of a lot of uh, internal work, and I also I would say that I also came out of the closet with myself because I kind of felt uh, ashamed that I wanted to be a star. You know, I felt like I didn't deserve it. Like I couldn't do it. I was like, no, you know, like people who are in front of camera or actors or singers are so into themselves that they don't care about other people. And I do care about people. My, my goal is to make people feel good, my, make them feel, you know, make them laugh, make yeah. them forget the problems. So once I, I came to terms with that idea, I was able to, you know, to get into the next level of my career and my life. And now I can say, yes, I love being, you know, like the star. I love being the focus of attention, as you can see right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I also have a big goal, which is to help people. You know, we, are, we have been struggling, struggling with a lot with anxiety and uh, mental health and, of course, inflation, a lot of things. So my idea is that when people see me on TV or listen to me on radio, I'm going to make them smile, smile and forget their problems. Yeah. Yeah. And now I know that you're so passionate about helping people through your work and the stories that you tell. Looking back over the many years that you've been on air, what are what are some of the things that you're most proud of doing, whether it was covering a story or things that you've done with with guests on air? I think the biggest moment in my career and there it, so it was a big be- breakthrough was when I decided to come out, come out. On air, I came out and I I I decided to do a segment on Despierta America, 
talking about uh, suicide in teen teenagers that are LGBTQ. Um, and um, I did the story, flew to Miami, and at the end of the segment, I said, I remember this story about a nine-year-old kid. His name is uh, Hamel Miles. He was from Colorado. Colorado. He was nine years old and committed suicide because he was being bullied at school. After he died, his mom was being bullied also on, on, on social media. People were saying, oh, your, your son didn't know you exposed him to alternative quotes on it, alternative lifestyles. So you were confusing him and it's your fault that he is dead. You killed your son. When I read stories like that, I was so upset and I decided to do something. So I thought, okay, I have this window, which is Despierta America. I have this opportunity. I have a voice. I have a saying in the show. I'm one of the producers of the show. So I talked to my boss and we decided to do this segment because I, was, I wasn't living in a closet in my life. You know, I have had my, my boyfriend at that time. My family knew, my friends knew, my coworkers knew I was gay. But I was, for some reason, I was holding it on camera. I, w I wasn't saying it on camera. I, would, I wouldn't deny it if someone would ask me, but I wasn't open about it. Yeah. So, flew to Miami, did the segment. When we were live in the segment, the host said, Luis, what would you tell your mom if she was here? And I said, well, I would tell her thank you because, and she stopped me. She said, stop it. Look, look at your left. And I looked. And my mom was there in the studio. Oh, my gosh. They surprised me flying my mom from Mexico. I had no idea. <laughs> so my mom did the segment with me. She spoke amazingly from, you know, it was a mother's heart. Yeah. And, and I think she was able to connect with way more people than I would have done it. So it, it, was, a, it was a magical moment, you know, mother and son sharing their story, being vulnerable and Doing it with a big purpose. There was what well, a bigger purpose there was to allow other people to identify with us, to you know, to show families that it doesn't matter your sexual orientation or your gender identity, that you can do whatever you want to do in life, especially for Latinos, especially for Latinos, for Latino immigrants yeah. in this country. Because we don't have those examples. So we didn't have that many back then. We only had Ricky Martin and that's it. Yeah. In English, you had Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, you have um, I, the guy from the news. What's his name? Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. <laughs> so <we> have, <laughs> uh, Don Lemon. You have many, many. Uh, Robin from Good Morning America. But in Spanish, we didn't have any. And I knew that there were a lot of people but they, they were not willing to talk about, you know, about their lives on air. So that segment changed my life. I, I just knew I had to do it. My, my boyfriend, now my husband told me, are you sure you want to do it? Because the, mm. we don't know how people will react to this. So yeah. It could and so go how wrong. did people react? What was the reaction that you got from, from viewers all across the country. I was shaking, Jason. I remember that day. I was like, I turned off my phone. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and uh, right after we, we did the segment, I, I was still shaking. I remember turning on my phone. And I had a lot of notifications like, 
and I, I look at my Instagram and I have like like 3,000 more followers and I have like so many texts from people saying, Luis, we're so proud of you. We love you. And I was like, oh my God. I, I just, you know, I, I just couldn't believe it. And I, I get so emotional because um, I was able to become that person that I always wanted to see when I was growing up. Yeah, that's so amazing. What what type of uh, feedback or what did you hear from some younger people that were like you when you were younger? What what are some of the things they said to you or wrote to you? You know, it, it was it was crazy, Jason. I never expected the story to go that big. There were even, I mean, I remember they they used they were sending me articles from newspapers in UK, in Italy, in Sweden, in all over Latin America, New York, I mean, all over the US, because it had, it had never been done in that way in Spanish language media. So I, it was very, very uh, important, not only for me, but for a lot of people. And I started, started getting a lot of e uh, direct messages from people uh, saying that they would totally identify with me. I would get messages not only from, from young people, I mean, young, young folks, but moms, dads, grandfathers, grandmothers. I remember this time I was at the Bronx working um, uh, on a story, and all of a sudden this lady came, came to me and said, Luis, can I give you a hug? I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> she said, you know, Luis, my brother is gay and in my family, they don't accept him or, you know, his sexual orientation. I'm the only one he has. Mm. And by seeing you, you know, there telling your story, I felt heard. I felt seen. I felt like I'm not the only one. And she started crying. And of course, I was crying with her. Like, oh, my God, I'm not you too. <laughs> so it, it, was, it was magical, Jason. It changed my life. And it's, I go back to that moment. And I think that it was about being vulnerable. And talk about something that a lot of people go through. But very few people want to talk about it on media. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what an amazing experience. And I know uh, you won a GLAAD Media Award as a result uh, of that, uh, one of many that, you've, that you have, have received. Yes. Um, now I became the official gay face of Univision. Well, such an amazing journey. Uh, Luis, talk to me a little bit about your brand as an on-air personality and a producer. Give me three words that you would use to describe yourself or brand Luis. The first one is Good Vibes, which is the name of uh, our radio show. In Spanish, is Buena Vibra. I think the second is Proud or pride, pride. And not only being gay, but also being a Latino, being an immigrant, being from my hometown. And the third, I would say, inspiring. Mm. Because uh, all, all, everything I do um, has a purpose. And so I love that whole notion of inspiring because it then becomes like your filter, right, as a storyteller for the angle that you're going to take on any interview or uh, or segment that you're you're working on. 
Luis, talk to me a little bit about good vibes, right? Uh, Buena Vibra, and, and you you define that for yourself, and then it became the name of your new radio show. How does good vibes, how does that actually show up in the things that you do, whether it's on air or behind the scenes getting things on air? Well, like you said, it's a filter. So we created a filter, and we everything we put on air and everything that I do on TV has to go through that filter. We make sure that we don't talk bad about people. We, in, we, we are encouraging instead of criticizing. We, this, it's hard sometimes because there's, when we go through the news, everything's negative, negative, negative. So, so we switch mm. the, uh, the, the headline. You know, if we, let's say, we see a list of the 10 most dangerous cities in the U.S. So we look at it and we try to go all the way to the bottom and we make it the 10 safest cities in the U.S. So it, let's say that we, we see, uh, I don't know, like we, we, we try to see what, what's going on into people's lives and we try to extract what's the positive that we can do. Because the idea at the end is that we, we cannot isolate them from bad news. They will get the bad news somewhere else. So we are making sure that we create a bubble. That when people tune into the radio, they know they're getting good news only. They know mm. they're getting inspiration. They, are, they know they're getting motivation. And it's not like, 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 like a TED Talk about, yeah, yeah you know, like, talking about being positive. No, we just try to get that angle in everything that we talk about. But we also talk about gossip. We talk about, you know, like everyday life problems, but we try to always make sure that at the end, there's a positive twist. And when people tune out, they will, they, they will have something positive out of it. Yeah. And talk to me a little bit about pride or uh, orgullo, right? That you you talked about that as part of your brand. How do you bring that into the filter where you help people feel pride in themselves or their community through your storytelling? As a Mexican, being uh, like grow, growing up in, in a, how to say, historically uh, country that's been been struggling also with colorism with racism um growing up in mexico i would look at telenovelas and see the actors and actresses be blue-eyed green-eyed you know like blonde and i would look at myself and look around me and say nobody looks like me like you know like thinking that that was better that that was the way people would you know should be and feeling bad about myself for not being blonde, for not be having blue eyes. So we, we grow up feeling bad about ourselves, not feeling proud, not embracing who we are. So like I said, I came to terms with that. And, I, and now I learned how to celebrate my indigenous uh, roots, my, also my European heritage, this mixture of uh, Mexican. That I yeah. am, because that's why Mexicans are Latin Americans. We are we are all mixed. Yeah. Uh, so I came to terms with that. I came to terms also with the fact that I'm gay, 
and uh, that I, I can't change that and I'm not going to hide it anymore. So I started to, to finding how pride strengthens your spirit. When, when you don't feel proud about who you are, you are not strong enough to make decisions, to fight in the world for your place. So we make sure that every time that I either I do a story or we have a segment on air, we make people feel proud of who they are, regardless of what they are going through or regardless of who they are. Let's say we have a segment on the show. It's called Cuéntame Algo Bueno. In English, will be Tell Me Something Good. Yeah. So people call and share the stories about whatever that is going, you know, going on in their lives and makes them feel happy. So yesterday, we usually get, you know, calls of people celebrating birthdays or, you know, like they're going on vacation, their kids got accepted at school, they got a raise. And yesterday, we had this guy that called and, and we always celebrate with them, right? And I, I asked, hey, tell me something good. And he said, oh, I'm celebrating that I finally was able to, uh, that I'm not going to pay child support anymore. And we were like, yeah. <laughs> so it's a judgment-free zone. Mm. See, so, so we, our, our goal is to connect with people because we are, we are all in the same vibration. Yeah. It doesn't matter whatever you're, you know, you're celebrating. We, you, we make, make people feel good. So we celebrate that, you know, he was happy because he's not going to pay child support anymore. We would also celebrate someone else who got, you know, who, who's getting uh, child support. So, so that's the thing, you know, make sure that what, whoever you are, you are celebrated for, for being you. Of course, yeah. it has to be a good person, right? It has to be, I mean, we don't celebrate like people robbing or, you know, doing like crazy stuff. But at the end, I think other other human beings have this the same goals. We all want to be happy. I don't I don't think people really have a goal to hurt other people. We just want to be be happy and, and uh, be be proud and make our our families proud. Yeah. So we we focus on that. Yeah. So I know you said it's all about that judgment-free zone, but we know that there are plenty of people with judgment. There's plenty of haters <laughs> out there. You're yes. really big in social media. So I know not everything that comes through those platforms can be positive. How do you stay in these good vibes, given that there are so many judgmental people out in the social media world? Well, if it's not, I try to stay away from social media that will make me feel bad. So let's say I don't follow accounts. I don't follow a lot of news accounts because there's always like negative stuff. I don't follow people, you know, like who are always complaining about, you know, life. It doesn't matter your political party. I, I mean, if I see like people fighting over something, I just, you know, you know uh, swipe up. Yeah. I don't engage in that. And when people tell me something like stuff directly to me, you have the power to delete and block. I mean, <laughs> of course, if you want to come and throw your, you know, throw your trash over me, this isn't a trash can, buddy. Bye. Blocked. 
I love that. And and so talk to me. You've got so many followers. How do you bring your brand forward on social media? How do you look at, at what you post versus what you don't post, especially when it's coming into your personal life that's not necessarily the work life of the stories that you're covering? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't post a lot also because of that, because it's not easy. It's not easy to always, be, you know, be positive and stay focused on that. There's a lot of things that I'm not, I mean, that um, I rather don't share. So I try just, you know, to to be very selective on the things that I share, on the things that, uh, uh, you know, that, that I um, comment to. I have to be ca- cautious all the time in, in conscience of, about it. It's not easy because human beings, you, um, I mean, we tend to go, we call it the black hole. You know, like <laughs> that has like this magnetic energy. When you start looking at, you know, uh, bad news, I mean, if you look at like, let's say uh, uh, a Karen video, yeah, you, uh, you get so upset and you feel like you have to comment. And then once you comment, the algorithm knows that you, you engaged. Yeah. So the algorithm is way smarter than you and it's going to show you that all the time. So you get more care, all Karen all the time, right? Exactly. You become like a, a Karen lover, even if you are a Karen hater. So I try <laughs> to be very, very selective. And uh, it to, when I share, when I do stuff that, you know, that I want to post or like share videos, pictures, whatever, I post stuff that makes me happy, makes me laugh, and makes me feel proud. It's those three things. You know, good vibes, pride, and inspiration. It has to, you know, go through that filter. Otherwise, what's the point of it if it's not on brand? Yeah. So talk to me, Luis, when we are working in the entertainment and the news space, right? There's many opinions. Tell me about a time when maybe an executive or a producer your brand didn't really work for them, right? The the good vibes, the pride, the inspiration, they didn't like that or they didn't feel it was right for a show. How did you how did you handle being authentic but also kind of keeping on your own brand that is more than any one individual show? Yes, well, I'll tell you uh, a while ago, I would say uh, around 5 years ago, I had uh, um this this producer uh, and another show and I told them about coming out. I told them, you know what? I think it will be a good idea, you know, to, just to be honest, to, you know, to be myself on, on air. And he said, well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it because, you know, our audience is very conservative. And uh, I mean, coming from your boss, what would you expect, right? That's yeah. Totally like there's no um, support. So I failed. I failed bad, and I felt uh, how to say well disappointed. And I didn't. I didn't do nothing. But back then, I wasn't as. I would say I wasn't as strong, and I wasn't the person who I am now. Mm. You tell you would tell me something right now. Now I have a voice. Now I I have built my 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 brand and i have uh built this this persona that i wasn't before so i would say like five six years ago i was weak and ignorant and stupid so right now if if it would happen again now i have the tools to fight it and now i would just i would just you know go around 
and, and uh, come, come, let's say, to a ha happy medium. Because I understand that in media, there's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of interest to, they, they, I mean, you have advertisers. So, you, you, I mean, we live out of commercials. So, <laughs> so I, 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 would, I wouldn't compromise my principles. But I know as human being that, that we, we cannot always make our will. How to, how to say that? I don't know how to say it in English. That we, we cannot always win, but we can come to terms where we all can agree. It's like, I mean, like in politics, you can be, I mean, you can be Republican and be a good person. You can be a, a Democrat and be like, the, have the, the darkest heart and be the worst person <laughs> in the world. It doesn't mean anything, you know? Yeah. And we can all come, come to terms for like, I would say that the, the common well-being or the best segment that we can create on air, the one that is kind of going to connect the, more, the most and uh, always have that in mind that we are working for, here for, for our audience and we want to help our audience. Yeah. Support. So, uh, Luis, a couple of fun questions to close out. We've been talking about your brand and your show brand. Uh, what brand do you love? As a consumer, what brand are you obsessed with? Adidas. Ah, Adidas. and how come? I don't know. It's just comfortable. It makes me feel like I'm working out. Even if I'm not, I feel like, I don't know, strong. It gives me, you know, like this feeling of a strength it makes me feel like uh connected with my myself it makes me feel mm, i'll say powerful mm. so if you that. look at my closet i'll say 90 percent of my shoes are adidas <laughs> i love that now luis tell me if you were a type of car what type of car would you be and why I would be a Tesla X. Ooh, and how come? Why are you like that Tesla X? Uh, Eco-friendly. Mm. Easy maintenance. Uh-huh. Flashy. <laughs> and it also needs uh, a lot of space. Because, you know, when you, when you open the doors in the Tesla X, they're like this, like wings. <laughs> So I need to make sure I have my space, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so so that you can fly, right? Yeah, yeah. And finally, Luis, tell me, what's the best career advice that you'd like to pass on to our listeners? Know yourself. First of all, get to know yourself. Talk to yourself. I always talk to myself and I make questions, you know? I question myself and I answer it to myself. And sometimes... I even yell to myself, you know, and uh, I respond and I ask myself hard questions because I don't want other people to ask me that. You know, I, I want to make sure that I, I know what I'm doing. I know where I am going and what is the purpose. So that would be the first career advice. Get to know yourself. What do you want and why? What's your goal? What do you want to get out of? Let's say this job or this class that you're taking, what, how is going to help you get to your goal? Number two, when you are, you know, starting, never say no. 
Never say no. Because you, you don't know. You don't know well, you know, where, where life is going to take you. If you really know where you are going and who you are, the world, God, the universe is going to take you there. And so sometimes you say no to things that you think are not going to take you to your goal. But life has an interesting way of doing things. Well, Luis Sandoval, thank you so much for our inspiring conversation, for bringing the pride. And of course, thank you for your good vibes. It was so great talking to you. Thank you very much, Jason. It was great being on your podcast. You guys are also an important part of, of good vibes. I mean, I took the uh, training with you a couple of years ago and I, I got to understand. It also helped me a lot to understand who I was or who I am now and how to how to approach my brand how to create my brand how to adjust it and it's been really helpful at that time i i remember i didn't know how i was gonna apply it i thought i was gonna open a company a company i had no idea <laughs> it, and it's part of the process you you don't know what how helpful certain things will be in the future so you know just say go for it if you can I, I would also advise a lot of people to prepare yourself. The, the better prepared you are, the bigger impact you will have when you get that opportunity that you are waiting. Mm, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Luis. And we will be back in a few moments with my final thoughts. Are you tired of not being recognized for your work? Are you ready to rise above the rest and accelerate to the next level? The Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program will help you take control of your career, develop your own unique brand, and catapult you to a whole new level of success. You are a top performer, and the Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program is what you need to get you there. Visit leadwithyourbrand.com to learn how. Wow, what an amazing conversation with Luis Sandoval, senior correspondent for Univision's Despierta America and host of K-Love's Buena Vibra. You know, Luis has so much energy that I just really fed off of it, and he shared so many amazing tips and insights. But the one thing that really stood out to me about what Luis said was this whole notion of going big. In your career, you've got to think about going big. What is it that you're really dying to do? When you're thinking about projects, what is the big way that you can go ahead and conquer it? Now, we know that we're not always able to execute and reach everything huge. But as Louise said, if you're just relying on plan B or you're just looking at hoping to meddle on the platform, you'll never get into that gold medal spot. Well, that's our show for today. If you loved what you heard, make sure that you are following us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll deliver a great new conversation every single Tuesday. Check us out at leadwithyourbrand.com slash Latinx for our full celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month and our Latin Voices collection of all of our amazing guests who happen to identify as Latinx. Check me out on social media. I'm at 
at Jason Patria on all platforms. And remember, in your career, don't be a boring old commodity like coffee. Make sure you are a super premium brand like Starbucks. You've been listening to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores and uncovers exceptional career success stories and inspiring personal brand journeys with your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com.